Hey, this is Jobek Mutski. I'm the creator of Simplified Cancer. And it's weird that sometimes in your life, people just go missing at the time when you really need them the most. That's what happened to me during my cancer treatment. You know, when I think about it now, nine weeks um, doesn't seem like such a long time. But back then, a lifetime of things happened. You know, I was in hospital and I remember being scared because you feel like crap and you have no idea how things are going to turn out. And frankly, I felt, I felt a little lonely because you're there by yourself and I was kind of expecting my friends to show up and visit me in the hospital and to call me and text me. So I was trying to figure out why it was happening. And then eventually I thought, well, hey, I mean, it's a hospital, right? There's lots of medical equipment. They must be doing something to block out the signal. That makes sense, right? So one night when I was, um, you know, I finished all of my infusions and I went for my daily walk around the ward. <laughs> it wasn't so much a walk. It was like a stumble. I was going there like a zombie. <laughs> You know, and eventually I found this phone, right? And I decided to finally put my theory to the test. And I called my mobile. I'm just fully expecting it to go to voicemail. And so yeah, I called my, uh, called my uh, mobile number. And I just remember to this day the moment when my phone rang. And I realized, I realized that Nobody's coming. And, and that, that was a difficult, difficult moment for me because it hurt me. And, and, and I wanted to understand why. Why was it happening? And since then, I, I've spoken to what by now is hundreds of people, yeah, both online, on online communities about cancer, on Reddit. And also people I met face-to-face, -face, like in a hospital. And also, of course, through my Simplify Cancer podcast. So I wanted to understand if this happened to other people. And it turned out that this is incredibly common. This happens to pretty much everyone who goes through cancer. And I spoke to people with all sorts of cancers from different stages, different treatments, oh, men, women, um, younger people, older folks. Everyone went through the same situation. Everyone had a person or, or people who kind of they expected to show up in their life and, and support them, but they kind of went missing uh, during treatment. So I wanted to really understand why that happened. I wanted to find the right explanations for it. And I collected a huge number of reasons. And some of those things um, were not so much reasons but maybe things that we tell ourselves to make it less painful. But in any case, there were three strong themes, three key reasons that kept coming through over and over again. And I'm going to share those three reasons with you right now. So reason number one is that people are afraid of death and dying. Now, that's, that's nothing new. That's not a huge revelation. But, um, you know, at the same time, people do find it incredibly uncomfortable to think about what happens if they die. Like what happens to their family, to their life, 
the the legacy things they're leaving behind it's it's a pretty uncomfortable feeling and when when you have to deal with cancer but maybe you've got cancer or it's someone you love you are confronted with it you have no other choice you have to deal with it but that's not really the case for many people in your life who could be your, your friends or co-workers or maybe your extended family they don't really have to deal with it. And sometimes it's easier to turn away from that. It's, it's painful, but it's true. So that's reason number one. The second reason is that people don't want to look stupid or insensitive. Because when you think about it, when you get cancer, people around you, there's no real instruction manual on what to say or do to someone with cancer. And I'm going to change that, by the way, I promise you. <laughs> but in the meantime, there's really no right thing to say or do. And people are afraid to offend you. People are afraid, are afraid of making you feel worse because they don't know what to say. And so they end up doing the worst thing possible, which is nothing at all right that's that's not great and that's that's what happens all the time and the third reason is and this is probably the most difficult one or at least for me is they have no room for you in their life this is for me has been the most difficult one to accept and to deal with because what happens in life i believe is that you know when you're close with people Sometimes in life, um, we all get busy, um, things change, and we start to drift away from each other. You know, the, we start to grow distant, we, we start to have less of those things in common. And because it happens over a period of time, it can be really hard to notice. It can be really hard to pick up on. So sometimes you may call someone, you know, a friend, a close friend, when in reality, you know, maybe you've grown distant over time. And the same thing may apply if it's, you know, your extended family or anything else. And that's difficult to come to terms with because this is personal, right? If those other things are kind of about them, right? You know, if someone has issues about mortality or, you know, if they don't want to look silly or stupid or insensitive, it's kind of on them, right? But this, this is about you. So it, it's kind of difficult, um, it's kind of difficult to deal with. And sometimes those things in life are obscured by things that are happening. And it's, and it takes a major crisis, a major crisis like cancer that crash lands into a life to really bring it to life, to really make you see it for what it is. That's tough to deal with, but that's real, you know? And if there is one thing that I actually regret not doing is not spelling out people ex exactly what I want them to do and how I expect them to support you, right? Because when you think about it, when you're talking about people who are afraid of death and dying, well, there really isn't much you can do about that. And if you are no longer relevant in someone's life, again, well, there's nothing that you can really do. But when we're talking about people who want to support you, who want to be there for you, but they don't know how, I believe we need to guide them 
So if, if I had to do it all over again, I would send an email and I would just really lay it out like it is. You know, I would say, look, here's what's happening. Here is what, what treatment might look like. And I would really love you to come and visit me at the hospital. I would really come, just uh, call me. I would, even if you don't know what to say, just say whatever you want. I just, I'd love to hear from you. And also, here is a list of practical things that I need help with. So I would put down things like, you know, drive me to and from the hospital, uh, do groceries, help out with babysitting. And I would just say, um, just feel free to hit reply and let me know what you're going to volunteer for. You know, people who want to be there for you, people who truly care about you, they are going to be grateful because you've just made it easy for them to support you. You've just made it easy for them to support you on your terms. And it also is easy to weed out people without the pretenders. People who say, well, let me know if I can help, but they really have no intention of helping you at all. So I really believe that it can serve you. So look, <laughs> it really, it's been great for me to get this off my chest. I hope it's been helpful for you as well. So I'd, I'd love to hear from you how things are in your life and, you know, how are you doing with people in your life, what they've been, they've been supporting you. And yeah, I'd love to hear from you. So send me an email. My email is joe at simplifycancer.com. That's J-O-E at simplifycancer.com. Hey, this is Joe Bakmutsky, and thanks so much for listening. Listen, I just want to take a moment to really thank you for your time, because I know that it's precious, but also I want to congratulate you. I really want to congratulate you on listening to this podcast, because as we both know, cancer is incredibly hard to deal with, and you don't want to go it alone. And you want all the support and all the advice that you can get to, to stay on top of it, to stay on top of your worries during cancer. So I, I want to tell you about the tools that I have available on my website on simplifycancer.com that can really help you. So all of these tools are available under the tools menu on simplifycancer.com. So tool number one, that's the first visit oncologist checklist. So if the word oncologist bothers you, like I, I know it really freaked me out. If you are worried about your first appointment, as, as again, as we all are, then this can really help you with some key questions that you want to ask. The key thing, of course, is having a list like this means that you won't forget something important, which is easy enough to do when, when you've got a million things going through your head. Plus, it's a handy PDF, so it's easy to print and write down all the answers so you don't forget. So then there is the outcome map. Like this is a really simple but really powerful tool that I have developed to help you deal with worries about something specific, something that's bothering you right now. So maybe you're waiting for your test results and your mind's off running in a million different directions. Or maybe you've got an ache or pain and you don't know what it is. Like, is it cancer? Is that a side effect from treatment? Or maybe is that something else altogether? So it will kind of help you to put it all together so you can, you can get a bird's eye view and decide how to best deal with it. Number three is mastering your emotions during cancer. Now, this is a walk through all the stages that you go through as a patient and as a caregiver, through anger and through guilt 
and fear and how you can address your needs, your emotional needs on every level during cancer. Like it came about after many discussions that I had with my friend and my colleague. Her name is Jill. Her husband had prostate cancer. So, uh, so she has this kind of caregiver's perspective. And we both like talked about how there are so many times, um, when you go through cancer, when you kind of just feel alone and you're struggling, you're on this roller coaster of emotions and it's kind of, full on and it's hard to deal with so there, there's an audio version that comes along with it and there's a link to download the mp3 if that's what you want or you can just listen to it online and you know and just uh, listen along with the pdf so another one is testicular cancer support kit this has a one page summary of what the testicular cancer journey looks like that you can check out for yourself or share with your family or friends like it's got a helicopter view of all the symptoms and treatments and who's involved and what happens when and it's really great one kind of page view of like what happens during testicular cancer Plus, the kit also includes like ready-to-go email templates for your family, friends, and your workmates. So you can kind of share what's what's happened. Maybe you want to break the news on cancer and you can, don't want to think about and wreck your brain on what to write. So you can just copy and paste. You can tweak it a little bit so to suit your personality and you're good to go. And I've also done the same thing for prostate cancer. So check out the prostate cancer support kit. Again, it's showing all the treatment options and stages on one page. So you can walk someone through it, like someone from your family or a friend. And they know what to expect and how it all happens. And of course, when you sign up for any of my tools, we just talked about you also get an email from me when, when there's a new episode that's kind of relevant to you right now and other news from the world of simplified cancer and listen i'm, I'm going to keep on asking you about how i'm doing here i mean are, are you getting what, you, what you're looking for was there something in particular that that really made sense to you or is there a question that you want to ask or maybe there's there's just something that you you want to get off your chest like please i need to know just reply to any of my emails or send me an email right now. My email is joe at simplifycancer.com. So that's J-O-E at simplifycancer.com. And send me an email whenever you've got anything on your mind. So again, I want to thank you for listening. Till next time. 